Hello everybody and welcome to Greencast. My name is Paul Byrne, I'm a group client partner here at Greenlight. Today we are continuing the series of digital marketing-led podcasts um, that we've been working on so far this year. Today I'm joined by Angela Nib, who's our head of paid search, and Warren Count, who's the head of founded. How are you both? We're doing good. Well, thank you. First time podcasters? First time, yeah. Yeah, me too. We'll be gentle. Um, so today we're going to talk about the merits of Google Shopping, why it's important, how it works, but also some of the pitfalls that maybe um, clients are not clients and avatars are not always taken into account when they when they set up their campaigns. Angie, can you give us a rundown of what Google Shopping is, what advertisers need to think about, and how they can make the most of it? Absolutely. Um, so Google Shopping essentially is the key channel for most of our retailers. Um, we typically see it um, typically see it coming in at around forty percent, maybe more, of their budgets. Works from essentially a feed, which then surfaces your your products that you're selling, the price that you're selling them at, any relevant promotions. So it's really engaging for the users. They can see exactly what it is that they're clicking through to look at. So it does perform very well from that conversion point um, and from driving that revenue. What are the main things people need to think about when they set up Google Shopping and, and feeds and so forth? I'd say you know, the main thing you need to think about is getting the right information into that feed. So think about what your users actually search for and get those correct keywords in place. Use language people actually search for, so colors people actually look for, not made up brand ones use your brand name in the feed as well. Um, and then from a structural point of view, think about how you're breaking out your products, what are your priorities, and who are you targeting them to as well. So think about your, um, your different audiences, people who've been to site, maybe people who've bought from you before, and how can you adjust your budgets and your bids to those users. So Angie, when it comes to using technology and kind of other platforms to make the most of shopping and, and kind of product feeds, what would you recommend to our listeners? What have you seen before? What works well? So from, from a feed optimization stance, um, there's lots of different tools on the market. We use Products Up. Um, what we find with Products Up is that it allows us to sort of adjust the language that's used, optimize the keywords, and make changes to the feed at scale quite quickly mm -hmm. as well. Um, and what that means is that when we can couple up those optimizations alongside sort of your natural budget and prioritization and audience optimizations, that gives us much more control to make sure we're appearing to the right audience at the right time so we can drive that highly relevant traffic through to site. What I would say is once that traffic gets to site, that's where my work stops. I, I can't really control what happens when that traffic gets to the page. I think that's a typical problem that agencies find. And we, 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 we do the advertising, we bring customers to the website, but we can't always control what, what they do. But thankfully, Warren, that's where you and our found, and team and founder come in. So you have recently done a bit of a study, Warren, that kind of echoes some of the feelings and thoughts that Angie would have about the quality of shopping. Do you want to elaborate a bit more? I'd love to, Paul. So we were prompted to look at this because, like many clients and many retailers, everyone's had great experiences with Google Shopping. And we've always certainly believed it's a fantastic channel that retailers should definitely be using. But a number of retailers started to identify that their conversion rate was nowhere near where it needed to be and that they were suffering incredibly high bounce rates, disproportionately so to any other channel that they were using. In fact, some retailers we were talking to were seeing bounce rates north of 70%. Wow. Uh, yeah, very, very high on, on their Google Shopping campaigns. And that completely jarred with the great stories that come out from conversion. So here's a channel that's converting better than everything else, but bouncing and engaging worse than everything else. It just didn't seem right. So we started to investigate it and why that journey was actually being difficult. And what we found was that the, regardless of the campaign, the display of your product listing on Google 
is showing for a wide variety of very, very generic terms. And the key problem is that shopping searches are not product searches, but the searches are coming to product pages, which for the majority of search practitioners is the last place you'd probably choose to send such generic traffic. So customers are kind of getting trapped in a way they can't they can navigate from where they want to be. Exactly, they're getting drawn down to the bottom level of an e-commerce right. site. And e-commerce sites are great for drilling down. They're designed beautifully for drilling down but they're not very good at drilling up. So the product pages are really the thin end of the experience and we're using product pages to give the first impression to the people landing from Google right. Shopping. And that experience is jarring with what they really need. And between breadcrumbs and product recs, there's no real way for them to navigate back up to what we call more like this. So if we assume that things like shopping will grow in, in prevalence, they'll get more position when it comes to the search page and stuff. So what can we, what can you, what can other people do to make the most of kind of this traffic that comes from shopping where users are kind of getting stuck? Well, the key thing is to optimize the journey. Right. So we started looking at this about a year ago with a number of clients that were citing this particular problem. And we started by just trying to recognize that the user is stuck. So how might they choose to try and unstuck themselves? They could go to search. So we started to make the search bar just a little bit more obvious within right. the site. And we saw a little bit of an improvement in conversion and bounce. Then we thought, well, let's try and give them a, an easy way to view all the products in the category. We got a little bit of an increase. But where we saw the really big increases was where we identified exactly what shoppers wanted when they were landing on that page and giving them specific navigational options wow. to take them up into those areas. So Warren, what's the kind of worst example you've seen on this and kind of what, what were the solutions that we put in place to kind of improve things? Well, one client we were looking at uh, operating in consumer electronics, um, they, one of their most clicked on products in Google Shopping was getting an 82% bounce rate. And that's absolutely shocking considering the, the, what the conversion rate was yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for this site. And when we looked very closely, we could see that actually the traffic coming to this product, which was a, I think it was a Samsung 21 inch monitor screen for a, for a PC or something, um, was coming from a wide variety of phrases, 21 inch monitors, Samsung monitors, flat screen PC monitors. And, and all this traffic was coming onto this product page and there was no way for them to go and see more like this. So what found it was able to do was identify these groups of words and create navigational links to Samsung monitors, PC monitors, HD PC monitors, and create that sort of upward journey that would take the customer out of the product page into the more like this journey. And when we did that, we saw the bounce rate drop by 25% and the conversion rate shot up too. It sounds like an amazing impact, amazing insights from what a simple change can make to kind of a, a user journey. If you just listen to what customers want, you can give them exactly what they need. The hard part is finding out what they want. I think that, Warren, that's a lovely, simple, easy, clear mantra for people to take away from today's um, podcast. Angie, Warren, thank you both so much for your time today. Really grateful for, for all your input. To learn more about what Founder can do, please visit founder.com. To learn more what we can do from an agency point of view in terms of Google Shopping, please visit greenlightdigital.com. That's it for today. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for your time. Till next time, take care.